0: Right, welcome back to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and ghost story and Mike Ricksecker. Back with me as always is Vanessa Hogel, my co-hostess, a psychic medium as well. And down in the chat, our chat navigator Shauna, shaking everything up down in the chat. So we have a fantastic episode up for you tonight. Like I said, at the very beginning, we have the ladies from Angels Oasis with us down from uh, from Florida. So just give you a little brief background here. Angel's Oasis offers authentic psychic readings for individuals, couples, and groups, providing spiritual counseling and guidance to assist in removing obstacles or energy blockages. Morgana Starr is the angel communicator and a psychic medium who co-hosts on Internet TV's Angels Unveiled. Her connection with the angelic realm began in her early years as a child of missionary parents in the wilds of Africa. Dana Deva has become a clear channel for Archangel Azrael, the angel of transition. He acts as Dana's guide by giving her clients pertinent information, which takes the form of healing and transition in their lives. Welcome, ladies. Uh, Great to have you with us tonight. Thanks for
1: having us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be cool. <laughs> I know <laughs> Vanessa's really excited here. She has fellow psychic mediums to converse with. You know, I'm, I'm the oddball out here, but uh, we'll roll with it.
2: Well, we love you anyway, <laughs> oddball or not, okay? I
0: appreciate that.
2: Um, may I start off? My, absolutely, go right know, ahead. Because these are my people's, they, okay? They <laughs> so I'm excited. Um, I am... I'm gonna ask a question that might shock y'all a little bit, okay? <laughs> um, this is personal for me, as I have a a very significant attachment that is more otherworldly than worldly and has followed me through many lifetimes. and i I have not been able to get this particular attachment to become unattached from me. I don't. I actually feel like there's some type of bond where this attachment can't. Um, but I, but I have got it to calm down. What could I do to maybe break it, or do you see it not being breakable either?
1: It, it's important to understand whether you want it to not be there. Is it causing you problems? Has in the past, yes, very much so. Hi. Pain.
3: <laughs> you just, you just need us.
1: <laughs> is sure. our specialty is yes detaching um and i did i did that today and i think yesterday too at the shop um it, it's a process you need to be nice to him for now because he doesn't mean to cause harm he just really loves you a lot yes and yes. um possessive yeah I mean, it would be a session. Yeah. Because it's, like you said, it's personal, but here we are on radio or whatever. So everybody- oh, they know. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Um, but it can block you in areas of prosperity and other things in your life that you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I see. Uh, I see people with all these great things they're going to do in their life and this attachment will keep tripping them up and tripping them up and tripping them up. So we need to go in gently and with love and talk to it, identify it, find out what he wants, explain to him that he's hurting you. And even as I'm saying that, I'm getting a really shocked feeling from him because he doesn't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's- so what do you have, Dana?
3: Well, yeah, absolutely. It's very similar um, to what she's picking up on, and a big part of the the energy attachments they stick to us because of our own unresolved emotional issues or uh, trauma from past lives. So, a lot of times, you know, we ha- it, it's bringing us to a deeper level of awareness, and our higher selves allowed us to have this experience so that we can learn and grow deeper into our mastery. So for you, this what I'm hearing, and I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying it, this attachment is serving to keep you connected to this world, otherwise you would fly off and somewhere else in the universe or the cosmos. So it's actually serving to ground you, so it is serving a purpose. So the, the thing that we could do to help you is learn how to break the unhealthy bond Right. And turn this demon into an ally. And that is so fucking weird
2: that you just said (sighs) that. Holy shit, Mike. Give me a second. All
1: right.
0: Go right ahead. (laughs) Do your thing.
2: Okay. Um, Because one of the battles that I've had with this particular attachment, um, and it happened during a dream state, I was... And I drew it in my last book. I was actually naked standing on the on the edge of a cliff in like this cavern. and he is, and you got it right. I per- I specifically didn't say him, and you caught it. So yeah. awesome. Um, he was hovering above with a wingspan of probably ten feet. Mm-hmm. looking completely different than he looks normally, which is very dapper, little John Lennon glasses, gray hair pulled back in a ponytail, very dapper. Like I said, very dapper. Mm-hmm. Um, this not so much, not so much dapper. And I was shooting this very bizarre purple lightning out of my hands, very like neon almost, out of my hands going into his chest and they and it was coming out white and he was just screaming very strange and I wow. love the look on your
3: face Morgana when you saw that.
2: <laughs> I swear I'm not crazy
3: no not at all uh, you're gonna have to another, do a lot
1: more. <laughs> he's from another uh, dimension yes. and what he what you saw in the dream was his true form mm-hmm. and actually you overlaid some of his fears in the dream because he doesn't want you to destroy him and yeah. you do have the power to destroy him. Another lifetime you did. Yeah. And there's something about what you do in the dream state where you go through reality. You don't just go through past lives. Yours are reality shifts. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going through d- dimensional rifts. And he really wants to protect you. It's kind of like somebody's drowning. And then the, the person trying to save them gets drowned too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Don't you love the way she says drowning?
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I
0: have my I wasn't phone. gonna say anything, oh. but you know.
3: Yeah, she loves to make fun of my accent. It's um, it's Morganese. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, all right. It's there. not an accent, it's an entire language. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I like it.
2: <laughs> okay. Well that that gives y'all saw more in the last five minutes than anybody else has seen when it comes to understanding him and helping me understand
1: a little bit more. Well, some of that becomes because Dana and I, neither one are afraid to go into really dark places. Mm -hmm. That's why we can go into very haunted houses and clear them. Not just to say, oh yeah, there's a ghost. Obviously there's a ghost, there's problems, but we can identify it and help clear it and bring peace to the family as well as to that spirit so we can see the dark stuff
2: and now and now you see why i agreed with you on my dark side yeah.
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> makes perfect sense
2: <laughs> yep yep yep. so Absolutely. okay mike thank you all right <laughs> you're done now okay cool <laughs> that was good
0: with that all right well that's it for the show tonight no <laughs> we're not that done <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, a couple of things, real quick. Here we had a uh, four dollars super chat from David Y. Thank you very much, trucker David Y. And then um, we have a ten dollars super chat from Tom McNicholas. Thank you very Thank much you once know. again, chat. Both of you guys, super chat superstars. And we also have a uh, comment here from uh, Ashley sells. Look, it says uh, or Ashley sells says, look at my beautiful bosses. Hi, Ghana and Dana Pants.
3: Oh, it's Alexa Rose. Yes, she's yeah. not even Ashley. She needs to change that username. Oh, what? Gosh, okay. that girl, naughty. Her either. spiritual name is Alexa.
0: Gotcha. So okay. Okay.
3: She's one of our our newest uh, psychic mediums and healers, and she's awesome. So. Oh, very oh, cool. Shit. One last
2: <laughs> thing, Mike. Just because yeah. you brought up spiritual names, you're never gonna guess the one that was given to me. When mm. I first when I first jumped out of the broom closet, this is just going to solidify what you've already said.
3: My my name was Belladonna. Oh, very nice. Wow. Yeah, very nice, but <laughs> scary. <laughs> a little, scary. A little, bit of will you to sleep. A lot of it'll kill you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well. I'm all right
0: something that I was interested in just uh, taking a look at the uh, the website going through your uh, biographical information uh, is that uh, you both use angels and actually specific angels to help you in your work so I'm curious as to how how that works and how specific angels actually help you with the things that you
3: do't <laughs> would you like to know yes. well yeah <laughs> that's why
0: <what> I asked <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I work with Archangel Anel uh, who uh, don't go Google her because you're going to get all the wrong information this is just the name that she uses this lifetime
3: A-N-A-E-L is how you spell her so She's, everybody
1: knows she carries the energy of the feminine divine and so all those goddesses uh, from Aphrodite to Hecate, to Isis, Astarte and the are all combined though she has a, a fragment of those energies within her and again angels angels are like um they're inter did we say this before they're interdimensional beings so they're not a lot of people put them with religion but they're not and Anel is here to bring balance to the world to bring the balance of the male female energies within each person So as I've developed my relationship with her, she comes and protects me. This is how uh, I'm able to channel some very dark entities as Dana used the D word, the demon word. Right. Uh, I can channel those and let them speak through me. But only because she uh, girds me up or, or puts armor on me from the inside out and even just channeling can take a lot of, a lot of uh, energy. So if I'm channeling um, an Ascended Master or something for somebody, after I've had enough, the angels say, get out. Nobody crosses her unless they want to be caught on fire or something like that.
2: <laughs> okay. Which, well, yes. that's not fun. Mm-mm. No.
3: Mm-mm. Yeah. She's a, extremely um, healing as well. And Morgana downloads a lot of information directly from Anel when she's doing energy work on people. And the interesting thing is, I think, you know, Anel is um, very mysterious and doesn't fully reveal herself. Um, so when Morgana's doing healing work, it's very hard for her to explain what she's doing because she's just yeah. channeling and doing things. And people are like, oh my God, what did you just do with your hand? Or, oh my God, what did you just say? And Morgana doesn't even know because it wasn't her that was saying it. It wasn't now. So um, right. she, she's, you know, Morgana's had sessions with people that went back to the doctor and the doctor couldn't operate because they couldn't find the tumor anymore. Um, you know, people wearing the symbol that Morgana channeled of Enel, which is on all of our business cards. We pass it out like crazy because it helps so many people, you know, avoid being s- critically harmed in accidents from having the symbol on them and things like that. So she, um, I did not know anything about Enel until, of course, meeting Morgana. And then she'll slowly, you know, give information to anybody that works with her. Um, and she told me a long time ago, her book was burned. It was supposed to be in the Bible, but you know, they didn't want anybody that was powerful and feminine in the Bible. Not right, of forbid. course. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of lost texts.
3: Yes, women Bible, were sure. slaves and prostitutes. So that was mm-hmm. your only option, so. Dana, has anybody ever told
2: you that when you speak, you have a male presence that talks directly <laughs> underneath
1: you? Okay, so tell her about your angel
2: now, <laughs> Well, that would be and as is real, because he's talking. I can hear him directly behind you and it is a male octave.
3: Oh yeah, he's very uh, strong and he takes over sometimes with me. And then but he's kind. He can be, yeah. He's worked on his image a lot with uh, humans and doesn't want everybody to be scared of him anymore. I can't hear
2: him anymore. <laughs>
3: i got your number
2: dude (laughs) yeah well he may show
1: up tonight so if you find a dark specter with red glowing eyes watching you at
3: night he's not there to hurt anything no
2: it's all good not my first rodeo
3: (laughs) He's he's very protective and he wants people to understand their own darkness there's nothing to be afraid of in the darkness there's a lot of help that can be brought if more people of the light are willing to go there. And there's a lot of healing, mystery, gifts, abundance. Um, Let's talk about that because here's the thing. I think that because of
2: movies and TV and everything else, people automatically assume the darkness means negative. When in fact, that's not what it is at all. The darkness is simply a balance to the light. You have to have that in nature. If you've got sun out, you have moon out. It's, I mean, it's just the way of it. I think people think that dark means bad. And well, can, and I think that,
3: that dark, even if you look at it from like a consciousness perspective, you know, our consciousness is like a flashlight. So our, our belief system uh, determines how bright our flashlight is and how much it can shine on. So, some people have little baby flashlights. Some people's battery is dead and they have nothing. Some are very open minded and their flashlight shines on all over the place. So, the darkness, from how we understand it, is just a part where the light of our consciousness hasn't shined yet. So, that makes sense. well,
1: then darkness was here before the light was here, and the Absolutely. darkness helped create the light to bring balance.
3: And what is the universe made up of darkness? Like 99.9% of the universe is, is a void, is dark. So right. we are more dark than light, that is our true nature. Um, but it's it's the belief structures of you know religion and dogma that makes people believe that there are certain things that are evil. But it's just because they don't understand it, they're afraid. Um, they're just little poor babies.
0: Right, we always fear what we don't understand, of course. True. Yeah. So we have a, okay. um, you know, we have a couple of uh, questions from the chat, uh, and, I, and I don't want to uh, lose track of those. So um, going back to you're talking about doing clearings. This is from Shauna. Uh, do you clear all spirits that you come into contact with? No. no, we
3: would
1: never get anything done because they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I walk through Publix, the grocery store here and I've been known to say aloud to what no one else could see, I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you,
3: I'm not gonna talk to all those dead people. True story. But sometimes she can't help herself and she has to. <laughs> right. And, and then people think that they're that she's talking to them and they get all offended and she's really Because I
1: walk away because I wasn't really talking to them. Yeah, Dana's <laughs> my, my translator. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice, nice. I want to witness
1: that. I want to witness that,
2: and I'm so happy to know it's not just me. No, <laughs> that is fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, the other question we had, which was uh, related, and you kind of, I, I think, already answered it, but we'll throw it out there. Um, from uh, from Tanya, what if spirits aren't ready to go? Do you still clear them?
3: It Morgana takes the them situation. home with her. What? Oh, sorry. We talked at the same time. I said Morgana takes them home with her. They live in her house. Sometimes I do.
1: Um, and sometimes they live in the house or sometimes they can live in the backyard if they're a little ornery things. But if they're not ready to go, we can send them someplace else if they're causing disturbance. Or we teach them how not to be disturbing if the homeowners are okay with them staying. But a lot of times again it's explaining to them some of them don't even know they're dead and the shock they feel when they are and i say feel because i still have a little uh, residue of memory of some of them that are like i i I don't know what you're talking about i'm not dead i can't find the children am i supposed to take care of that was in one of our clearings and when she finally realized that she she crossed and her or died and the children she was supposed to look after were already in heaven. Then she went because she went to take care of them in heaven. So it's all about counseling them, okay. not unlike somebody who's living and breathing that's having issues. Absolutely, yeah. they just don't have the
2: physical body anymore. Right? They're they don't still have people. Meat They're sack. still people. Yeah. We call it a meat sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Mike and I say that all the time. I mean, yeah. it's it's no different than us talking like this. Just be kind, use compassion and be understanding.
1: Well, and sometimes like there was one case that Dana and I went on and uh, I guess she got a little scared for me because I was channeling a spirit that was very mean and angry. So it didn't want to go. It wanted to stay there and cause trouble and I was
3: scratching myself, right, Dana? Oh my God. She was like clawing the skin off of her arms and beating herself. In the head. And I'm like, do I grab her before she gives herself a concussion and knocks herself out? Like, what do I do? And we were laughing about it on the way home. And I'm like, Morgana, you would be the first medium to knock themselves out from a spirit banging you in the head. (laughs) We could get famous on YouTube with this.
1: But we did get the spirit to go. We did. And the person whose house it was, her skin problem cleared up
3: wow yeah because he had a really nasty skin disease he well he was kind of nasty individual all over you know um very violent and sexually inappropriate and all of that um but even still we were able to approach him with compassion yes um and thankfully he didn't knock morgana out and i didn't have to intervene and he was able to be reasonable enough to where he could make a different choice for his life for his existence anyway
2: i don't think people truly understanding understand the toll that channeling
1: takes
3: <gasps> oh my god i don't yeah. think they i don't think they get it they don't i mean with the type of channeling that morgana does she should easily be charging 1000 dollars an hour um and she j- charges a fourth of that for her prices. Um, And that's just because she wants to be able to help as many people as possible. But I mean, we're getting to a point where she's in such high demand. um, You know, she can only channel so much. There's only one of her. Um, So that's something that we, that's kind of a a good dilemma, a good problem to have, but it's definitely something we're, we're thinking about and being aware of.
1: And then that's why we created our school. The Waken Institute and it's online as well as at the store, so the people can start being trained about that. And eventually I'll pass the torch to hopefully two or three other really good uh, mediums that understand who Annelle is and are clicked in with her energy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's it takes a it takes a huge, huge toll and it it brings forth the question for, for those of us that do that, what is going to be the long-term effects on us?
1: Well, my long-term effects are I'm getting healthier all the time because I do take care of myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was just telling somebody I'm healthier now than I was 20 years ago.
3: And she I'm looks twice, younger right? now than she did 20 years ago. Her and that's
1: time. because i am working with this angel. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, it, it makes such a difference. When I started working with her directly, and that was about almost eleven years ago, it started shifting my whole my whole energy. Everything about me started to shift, and the people where I had lived in Indiana wanted to know how I changed. So I thought, well, okay, I got to start teaching it. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. I have a, uh, a question for you. And actually, there's quite a few coming in from the chat. We'll get to those here in a minute. But um, a little while ago, you mentioned heaven, but also, again, having gone through your site, yeah. you you do different things with, uh, with past lives. So um, how do you weigh that between heaven? Because from you know, from religious texts, heaven is supposed to be a place where we go and we live out uh, for eternity. But if you have past lives, you're returning. So, what exactly is that place that we go to uh, for, at least in my interpretation? Because I believe in reincarnation for a while, that may be different than the kind of quote-unquote traditional heaven that uh, that religion generally teaches.
1: So, I got a really good firsthand sight with this when my dad crossed um he is um was a very right-wing religious minister and uh but when he showed up and dana saw him too like it was like three days after wasn't it dana and he was in gold robes and he said i went to the gold level so he's coming in and showing me the different levels he uses the colors to describe the different levels Hmm. when people die and they don't know where they're at they need some counseling it's like everything's white and I call it uh, hospice. It's like a reverse hospice. Yeah. Okay. They all know they're going to get bored after a while and they're <laughs> going to say, okay, this, is, this has been interesting. I've helped enough people from this side and I want to go play the game of life again. And they will reincarnate. So yeah. they're doing so something on the other
0: side. You're, you're saying that they're helping people while on that other side?
1: Sometimes they do. Okay. Sometimes they'll come back for family members. Sometimes they'll come back, or if they're advanced souls, like if they're in the uh, the purple and the gold level, they can split their souls. They can be in several places at once. Thank you. More like the master guide. Yes. And so then they may. They may be helping children in Africa, and then they're helping family here and someone here, and then they're like, you know what? I've done all I want to do now. I want to go experience the life form again, because the more they experience life, they understand that they will evolve, and the goal of souls is to evolve to master guide and eventually to angelic status.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, because I have said it for years that the soul splits mm-hmm. nobody believed me, they thought I was nuts.
3: Well, and that's like what it. the angels do. The archangels um, are, yeah. are just um, at a higher dimension. So when she says levels, she means dimensions, mm-hmm. which we are learning to prove now through science and some of the newer science that's coming in um, through string theory and all kinds of other really cool quantum physics stuff that I'm into, but I don't really Mm -hmm. fully know how to describe it. So that's about all I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) drop. But you know, the archangels are just at a dimension to where they can fragment themselves. So as reality, they could work with as many people on the planet as they want to. And each individual is going to get a different fragment of that angel. It may be similar in a lot of ways, but it's going to have certain differences unique to that person's life path and their unique personality. So um, that's why people are like, well, why would I work with an angel that everybody else is working with? Well, there's probably a lot of reasons why you wouldn't work with some of the the main angelic energies. And we could do a whole other show explaining that. Um, But that's why Margana and I are so specific to the angels that we work with because we've been shown that they are true um, warriors of humanity and they care for humans to evolve. And there are other angelic energies that would prefer that we're just stupid and we stay in the dark and we don't evolve and we don't ascend because then they can use us for their own personal um, agendas.
1: So they keep us in a state of fear. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. So there's um, the angel realm. Even just using the word angel isn't really accurate. But we say it so that people understand that these are light beings. They are interdimensional beings. But another way to describe that could be even an ET or just someone from another star system or galaxy that's closer to the source of all creation than we are. True.
0: Okay. So you would say an angel is a, a supernatural being, but not in the religious sense that a lot of people have thrown onto that.
3: Well, and a lot of the angels that are mentioned in the Bible, um, they were brutal. They came and they burned cities and they killed children and they sacrificed people. They destroyed entire civilizations. You know, I don't know. Do I want to hang out with an angel that's capable of that? What are they going to do with me? Right.
0: Sure enough, sure enough. We have uh, some questions here that are piling up from the chat room, so thank you guys for all of your questions. This one is from Zippy Davis. Uh, Question, I didn't think darkness started till Lucifer was cast down to hell from heaven. Please enlighten me. I'm really curious.
1: That's a Bible story. I don't know how to explain that
0: politically (laughs) correct. (laughs) You don't have to be politically correct here. Tell it the way you want to tell it.
1: Well, the victor writes the history. Yep. And those angels that, um, Dana, you've got better words. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, I I don't know. I mean, I think that's a story and maybe it sounds nice. Um, And I do think that there are fallen angels But I think, again, you know, the ones that are depicted as evil, wrong, demonic, da la la, I kind of feel like that whole polarity is actually reversed. Yes. And the ones that fell were actually the ones that did want to be with the humans, that did care about the humans. They wanted to be by our side and literally teach us and show us the ways of magic and the power of the universe and this planet. so, you know, I mean, could people say that we may be uh, devil worshipers? It's very possible, but I think it's we just don't so worship angels. <laughs> because there is a, a label on certain angels that is um, unfounded, in my opinion.
2: Do you From think it I've... falls along the similar, li- uh, the similar lines of the story of Lilith? how because of her individuality and the way that she that she felt and believed that she was cast away. Absolutely. That she was she was made to be she was evil personified when it right. came to storytelling because the simply story because she talked, went against the grain.
1: Right. The story, story talks about that and they talk about the serpent being bad. Why was the serpent bad? The serpent was bad because the serpent was the symbol of that time of a goddess religion. Mm -hmm. So when they wrote the Bible, they were trying to wipe out the goddess religion. So they demonized all of those things. A good book to read is When God Was a Woman that goes in and explains historically why the Bible was written that way for that time. And uh, Dana and I ascribe a little bit more to the Sumerian legends of the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. Ronanuki, my pronunciation Anunnaki you Anunnaki. Like the first time <laughs> so um, and I have actually a book on uh, Amazon an ebook people can pick up you just put my name in and Angels Unveiled and uh, a lot of that information is there plus some uh, more simplified ways to connect with your personal angel so that may be helpful for some too
3: absolutely and I think some of the um the things that have been hidden from us are our true history um through humanity and some of the things that i've been able to channel um through azrael and some other kind of soul groups that i'm connected to humans have been on the planet so much longer than the last freaking two thousand years oh, yeah. you know we have ancient now, yeah. civilizations dating back hundreds of thousands of years and we've been wiped off the planet at least four or five times and completely receded. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of our ancient knowledge and lifetimes that is just like in a huge, well, just waiting us for, uh, for us to embrace it and understand it and release kind of the programming that's been placed on the planet over the last 2000 years. So we can be more in tune with, um, who we really are as humans and, and really women ran the show a lot. Oh yeah. For the last sure 2000 years. Wow. And the interesting thing, and I fell into
1: this when I started on the spiritual path and I finally decided to start working with angels. And because I'd heard Archangel Michael spoken of so much and he was the warrior, you know, and going to the dark, blah, blah, I worked with him. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a real peaceful thing when I would do house clearings at that time, it was a lot more violent. Um, but when I had to take, uh, demonic being out of a friend of mine that had lost her voice in a voodoo ceremony and I asked him to go in and and do it he stepped back put his arms across his chest and said I'm not going there you send it out and I just reacted I was in shock at the same time I sent her she took care of it within five minutes the woman had her voice back and said she would never go to that kind of ceremony again. I'm like, thank you. I happen to rescue you all the time. <laughs> but uh, from then on, I thought, you know, I'm not messing with him. I'm going after. The, I'm going to work with a warrior. So um, that, like Dana said, we Dana and I really aren't light workers. We're light warriors. Light workers are very important, and there's different stages of um, different ones that help and help us after we've gotten into battle. That's part of why we created our company, too. And our goal is to have a healing center uh, that was given to me almost 30 years ago, this vision. And then we'll all be there working on each other. And if we have a bad day, somebody can give the person energy work and everyone's working together for the common good.
2: When Annelle speaks to you, does she sound like she's on a synthesizer? Um, It's a very very lyrical but there is a a metallic quality to a voice that's behind you now
1: hmm. that's not that's not what i hear mm-hmm. i i hear it and speak it almost immediately it's mm-hmm. like one and the same because her energy is not outside of me a lot of times especially when i channel her her, mm-hmm. her energy comes right inside of me and then i don't know what is there see.
2: anything else that would be around you though 'Cause oh. now now they're talking with you.
1: There's lots is, of things around
2: me. This is so bizarre because it's in my earphones.
1: <laughs> I can't get used to these, but I'm Welcome <laughs> to Troy. The name of our house is Troy. All are safe within the walls of Troy. There you go. Nice.
2: I didn't sense anything
1: negative, but it's no. But that's uh, we got lots of spirits here, so it's odd. Like, oh, are we on TV again? Hello. <laughs>
0: and they like to come <laughs> out, huh?
2: Yeah, because
3: it was really odd. It was lyrical but metallic. Well, and when you say lyrical, does that mean it like sounds like a song or um, poetic almost? Poetic. Yeah, so that is a now because <laughs> okay. and now um when she usually when Morgana's doing healing work or you know, trying to close a portal or wow. whatever kind of magic that she's doing in the moment, um, she will come through and Morgana will channel these beautiful um almost like haikus. Uh-huh. And, like a oh, song, on. Like yeah. a song. Mm-hmm. and she doesn't even know what she said it's like we just need somebody there taking notes writing down the words because i try to remember and two seconds later it's gone because my memory is terrible but um yeah so w- you picking up on that is, is definitely a now's energy for sure that's interesting mm-hmm. wow
0: cool very cool very
3: cool <laughs>
0: uh, I have a lot more questions here from from the chat. Um, this one is from Murtaza Arif, our friend from Egypt. Uh, he says, "Do you think healing is triggered by visiting holy sites? There are so many around the world. I've heard stories of people having healed from serious illnesses." Absolutely, yeah. Go
1: ahead, Dana.
3: I was just going to say, there's um, ley lines and stargates and portals. And, you know, a lot of these um, ancient sites are hooked up right into those portals. So there's a higher level of spiritual energies that are always flowing there. So that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, you well, get those
0: that tiller currents up. they can tap into. Sure.
3: Right. And with what we do with our
1: angels, too, we've created that sort of temple or portal within our angels' oasis. And we have people come in and they'll just start crying. they go, I don't know mm. why I'm crying. Or they'll have wonderful healings from just being there, walking around the store, say I came in with a migraine and it's gone. So, you know, that that's another reason we like working with the angels, because we can create that energy wherever we are.
0: Interesting, interesting. Uh, from Trucker David Y, he has a $5 super chat here. Thank you very much, David. He says, how does someone find out who their angels are?
3: <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of um, imposter entities out there pretending to be angels. Um, and Morgana and I can almost tell right away, uh, whether through a way a person speaking or talking or communicating, Um, whether or not they're kind of truly aligned with a a divine um, angelic being. So we teach Morgana channeled through Anel a long time ago, the Pyramid of Protection. It's on YouTube or our website, Um, Two Minutes. Meditation, and it's just you know, visualizing a pyramid of light surrounding you and then cloaking that pyramid so that the darkness doesn't perceive you and try to, like, steal and suck up all your light.
1: And not um, grounding your roots to Mother Earth.
3: Yes. Which Very is
1: extremely dangerous for empaths. Why is that? Because you're going to feel the pain of Mother Earth. And she's oh. a mess right now. And that's what happened after I'd been a Reiki master teacher, and I'm third generation from Dr. Asui. Um, it came through in a such a, a strong way. I'm like, and now why am I still in pain? And she said, stop grounding your roots. I was doing a lot of the earth-based stuff. And um, she gave me this modality. And so it transmutes your every breath into positivity and love that goes into mother earth to balance and heal you so like from the the native americans have the sacred pipe and uh you're the bridge between heaven and earth when you pray with your pipe um so when you do the pyramid pyramid of protection you're being the bridge between heaven and earth interesting
3: yes it's it's very powerful we teach all of our students that that's kind of like Spiritual Beginning 101, um, and then through our Reiki training, you know, we've channeled additional information, additional meditations on beams of light, um, connecting all the way into the core of the planet, the crystalline core. And yeah, that's
1: That is because you're creating that, that tube, crystalline t- tube, you're not growing roots.
3: Exactly. Because if you look at a tree after it's been, been uh, blown over by a hurricane, you know, the roots are uprooted. You know, there is no uh, solidity there. Um, and we live in Florida, so, you know, we, we have to have a different energy to exist here. <laughs> and um, when we when we teach Reiki, we teach people how to access the crystalline core, which is a very powerful, pure earth energy um, that does need the surface of the planet needs our help to be able to activate the crystalline grids all across the planet to stabilize the um, tectonic plates and the waters and the volcanoes and, you know, our our energy work can definitely affect uh, globally, you know, how things are here. And um, we may not be able to stop every disaster, but we can definitely um, stabilize it a little bit um the closest
2: I ever got to figuring out who my god or my angel or 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 whatever I would call it is um I I just call him lighthouse man because I don't know what else to call him but I know he has for whatever reason his his thing for me is water everything is about water it's about the motion of it um the way that it heals That you can travel on everything is about water and the need to be
1: near it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, they're going to show different symbols and what works for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, in my uh, online book that I have on Amazon, there is a meditation there to connect you and to find out who your angel is.
3: You know who I just heard, as you said, as soon as you said lighthouse man, I just saw like wild seas, waves, just all over the place, storms, and then I saw Poseidon. My son is going (laughs) to freak. He loves him. (laughs) I saw him standing right in the middle of the wave with like his staff or whatever, Trident. I did his trident and it's like everything just stopped it was like time stopped and he's like well of course she's looking for me everything is about
2: <laughs> the water everything
3: yeah well that's who he is there you go so a lot of the gods from history are really angels or a fragment of the angelic realm Um. so that's fucking cool yeah there you go that's your dude
0: <laughs> there you go <laughs> I'll
3: take it Okay, I'm good. So,
0: question here from Alexa Rose: What would you recommend for someone who is feeling energetically stuck in life?
3: A good kick in the ass. (laughs) 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 Nice. (laughs) Open
1: our third eye. Yeah. Um, A lot of times, that is a um, it's a spiritual blockage. And back to what Dana was saying earlier, being afraid to to face your shadow side. There's a lot of power in your shadow side. If you you just use it for a different purpose. So the anger and frustration that you have when you transmute that into activity and getting things done, then you've got something positive. So it's learning to be friends with your emotions instead of running from them.
3: Mm, mm-hmm. And yeah. Morgana said, you know, sh- sh- flick you in your third eye. She can literally <laughs> lick her thumb. I've seen her do this and wipe it across somebody's forehead and pop their third eye open for them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a thing.
3: That's a thing. <laughs> so sometimes that's what people need. Other times, you know, it, it's really anything that's stepping outside of your comfort zone um is going to bring you new energy it's going to release you from whatever that perceived blockage is. and a lot of the blockages get out of your own head stop yes. listening to every single thought that plays on like a tape reel in your brain you are not what you think i couldn't agree more those I are the people that more. i just want to <laughs> <laughs> Get out of your own head. It's not about you. It's not about what you think. It's about your your spiritual connection and what your purpose on the planet is. Absolutely. Yes. Mike, where'd you go, love?
0: Oh, I just had to. He's playing. <laughs> well, I just addressed something in chat real quick. No big okay. deal. <laughs> we, have, we do have a lot of questions coming in, by the way. So uh, everybody is yeah. very, very engaged uh, into this show. So thank you very much. Awesome show. Yeah, definitely. Um, this one is from Creatrix Corvus Arts what are your thoughts on Nephilim
1: hmm they're nice they're nice (laughs) (laughs) um, they're a little confused because they don't really know why they're here and they don't know what to do with their wings
3: I'm not sure that's kind of a broad question Okay. so would you say that the Nephilim are angelic beings on earth well, they're spliced more with humans. Okay, so they're like hybrids. Um,
1: yeah, they're hybrids. Okay. Uh, Earth, um, Earth parent and the other parent uh, works directly with the angels.
0: Well, let me ask you this: If they're hybrids and they've somehow been spliced, who did the splicing?
3: Well, when they were born. No, who spliced them? Who spliced their DNA? The angels do. There you go. Okay. Breaky angels. (laughs) Well, how do you think we got here? We were created by them too.
1: Why was there that big bridge where they said, what happened to the, um... oh gosh, where's my words, Dana? The monkey people. (laughs) The monkey people. The monkey people. (laughs) The planet of the apes? What the hell are we talking about? They jumped and they were like, oh, the missing link. Where's the missing link? The missing link was when the angels sliced DNA.
3: Oh, in evolution. I see what you're trying to say here. Yes, that makes perfect sense. And our DNA is shifting all the time. And um, one thing that I will uh, say to all the people who are wanting to know more is we're at a different place in our entire solar system and our space within the galaxy that everything's heating up and becoming more magnetic it's been scientifically proven that every planet in our solar system is actually getting hotter now so it's not just earth it's everywhere and um what that's doing is creating more energy for our next genetic shift So humans 100 years from now are not even going to look like we do now. I mean, we will still, of course, be human, but um, our eyes will become wider. We will become taller um, and we'll become more of a being of light. We won't have as much density.
1: And that's happening now uh, and why people need to drink more water, especially the people that are working with these energies. so if you're feeling a little off balance and fuzzy headed it may just be that your dna is being worked with to move to the next level
0: does Again, it count the, does it count if the water is in coffee
1: sure, no. <laughs> naughty boy <laughs> I'm a big
0: coffee drinker. I had to ask. Water. <laughs> water. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, waters with water with minerals in it because you can actually drink too much water that will flush through your system. So just always keep be aware of that. Put lemon in your water or electrolytes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. A big difference to help support you. Um, And be careful of your diet. It's going to be different for different people. But just listen and nurture yourself. Treat yourself to whole, healthy foods. Do nachos count? (laughs)
0: They do for Uh, me.
1: (laughs) If they're vegan for me. (laughs) (laughs) Mama loves some nachos. (laughs) Me too. I
2: had
3: nachos yesterday. Oh, I want nachos now.
0: Uh, they're, they're so good but so dangerous I've been staying away for about three months so actually longer yeah. But um, from Tom McNicholas is it possible to intervene a person's death by sending a spirit back to, back to their body
1: I'm not oh. sure I understand that question intervene in
3: a person's death no. Oh. So, um, so like somebody maybe have a de- near death experience and they go to the other side um, and then you can, bring them
0: back somehow. I guess. Yeah, they
3: can decide with their guides or their angels, whoever's kind of there, whether or not they're going to come back. And a lot of time it is that soul's choice.
1: Okay. And sometimes the soul will leave and another soul will take over and come back in the body. And that's when you have what's called walk-ins and people will act a lot different than they ever acted before. It's like, boy, you had that accident. Now you act like a totally different person. Well, guess what? They are. Yeah.
0: So another soul takes over the the body
1: Mm -hmm. and takes over the karmic path until that karmic path is done. And then
3: usually I would say, would you agree, Morgana? They're more advanced souls that are able to walk in and take over. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So
3: it's usually those that have unresolved business and they need to get back here quick, fast, in a hurry. So they'll agree to take on somebody's karma for that life and clear that for that soul so that's like the exchange for getting the body Hmm. and you know we'll come in and and do a a great amount of work hopefully as long as they don't get lost in all the silly little human things Mm -hmm. um
2: dana does the dude this with you does he ever speak to you in a different language
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually okay. speak German in my dreams. Okay, I that's, fluent German wow. in my dreams. Okay, thank thank you, because he won't stop.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: I mean, kind of like, he's like an international, uh, well, interdimensional like negotiator that he can speak all languages and, and through all beings, not just humans. Yeah, He's whispering it, but it's with a heavy accent And you know how
2: when you speak German or even German and Arabic can sound very similar Mm -hmm. because of that, that they, you know, that they'll use when they're saying something and it just won't stop.
1: Yeah. Uh He,
3: he He does that a lot. He He probably likes the dude that's attached to you too. He's friends with most of them. Score. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna get get crowded up for this
2: bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my goodness! Okay,
0: All right. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> this one is from uh, Nichelle. What are the signs in an Angel is with you? Oh
1: my! There's so many. I mean, there's the typical signs of the. Um, they're talking about now that not the typical signs that there's like for her specifically. It's feeling—it's that feeling like she's being followed, seeing a shadow that's not really there, uh, because her particular gifts are opening up, and um, and a buzzing, and this for her—it's feeling this. So it's different for different people.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, your your angel's going to connect with you in a way that works best for you. Um, but it may freak you out in the beginning cause it's, it's different and it's foreign. And, um, I thought I was possessed by a demon for a long time when I was, uh, 19 and then I found out it was my angel. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs>
0: nice. Um, from Robert, uh, do elves and fairies come from different dimensions?
1: Yeah. There, yeah they're close They're like sister dimensions mm-hmm. and, and there's, there's a like lot of, level? of They're all part of the fae mm-hmm.
0: So then I have to ask you this Because we've had some experiences Which may have been Fairy experiences We've basically been canvassing a lot of people To get their um, uh, Their interpretations as to What real fairies are So can you tell us uh, What you believe real fairies are and what they look like.
1: <laughs> what they look like. Oh, well,
0: yeah. Different. Okay. Um,
1: real fairies are an angelic form that are more tied to this earth. So they're very uh, in tune with the elements. And it's all the way from the huge dryads I've seen, like, oh, 50-foot fairy. They're the dryads. They're the fae. Uh, to the little sparkles of light, blue lights that you see sparkling around shining around um what other
3: ways do you see dana i see my boyfriend making a bunch of noise in the kitchen and i'm like (laughs) shooting him daggers with my eyes okay um no the i've sensed uh fairies can be very um very light and playful and innocent um, as far as like a personality type goes. And then I have also seen other um, races of fairies that are very uh, mischievous, uh, sharp teeth. Yeah, that's how I get things.
1: <laughs> I love Brian yeah. Frog, Fra- Froud's Brian uh, artwork on yeah. his yes. decks and stuff, because it shows all from those sparkles to what she's speaking of, too. Mm-hmm. So- I have that deck are
3: all very different yes yeah so they um there's a lot of races of of the fae um that can be classified in that way so i don't think that there really is a full documented text that uh accurately describes the fairy realms we could probably channel it at some point and get it into writing but we got a lot of shit to channel i tell you what i tell you
2: what i go back to ireland in july i'll try to make it back to trinity college Mm. and talk to them because they have an unbelievable library there that has books on everything and if any place is going to have it on that it's going to be
1: ireland okay uh, go to the um, witchcraft museum in ireland
2: i didn't get to the last time so i'm going to try to do it this
1: time yeah, Beverly Richardson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he and his wife are still um, watching over it, but um, if you really wanted to see the fairies when you're in Ireland, maybe you could petition him for a walkabout.
2: Oh, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm going to try incredible. that. He's incredible.
0: All right, very cool. Well, we are getting down toward the end of the show. We'll take one more question here, and then we'll wrap it up. So from Fran, uh, what would false angels be like?
1: False angels?
0: That's the question, false angels. I
1: don't know. You answer that because I don't quite understand what she's asking.
3: Well, the angels that are kind of like imposters and pretend like they are, but they're not here for a proper uh purpose yeah
1: if we're using the term angels as good and helping humankind then the false ones are the ones that aren't correct
3: yes and an experience with one of those would be like they're saying a lot of of good things to you and maybe sounding all light and fluffy and um typically they will tend to work with the human ego to build up the ego and fluff it up to make that person feel good about themselves and maybe even give them some type of power or influence over other people. But it's usually all um, based on selfish um, behaviors for that individual. So if they aren't using their, their gifts and their light from that being to help others or they aren't being influenced to help others by that angel, then that isn't a true angelic influence. That is just something coming in and pretending to be.
2: And anything that they receive from that false angel would come at a cost.
3: Absolutely. And it would either, it would more than likely be self serving, not just for the individual, but for the, <clears throat> the being as well.
1: Right.
0: All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we also have a uh, last minute $5 super chat here from trucker David Wise. is Wonder if my grandparents are with me in my truck. We <laughs> yeah, got three psychic mediums here. Are his grandparents in his truck?
3: I Where see Paul. I just saw Grandpa, too, smoking cigarettes in the passenger the passenger. my
1: seat. grandma. No. I didn't see Grandma.
3: She's like, why would I ride in a truck? <laughs> in there.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, all right. So we're getting down here uh, to the end of the show. I want to thank both of you very, very much. How can everybody find you?
1: Uh, we, you can go to our web website either angels-oasis.com or we will take that, take you there. We're on Facebook, uh, Angels Oasis on Facebook, um, and again my name as well. Uh,
3: you can um, anything call else? Us. You go can to- call the store if you want to book an appointment or if you have any questions about what we do. Three, two, one five zero six one one four three as well
1: and we do a lot of our sessions especially dana and i via zoom we do actually reiki attunements um energy clearings house clearings and other stuff like that via uh, the phone or Skype because it's all energy
0: right right Okay, very cool. Well, I'll let you both have the choice as to if you want to stick around for the shout-outs or you want to go ahead and go. Um, but I want to thank you both very, very much for coming on the show this evening. Well, very thank interesting you very conversation.
3: For having us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, we both turn into pumpkins right around this late. Yeah. We have to work early, right. so we'll probably jump off. But we thank you both so much. You guys were a pleasure to hang out yes. with. Yes, this thank was cool. I had a blast. Actually, you, Vanessa, you're
0: my <laughs> people. Vanessa's everybody's you. favorite. <laughs> I got
3: you, Mike. You're okay.
0: You're yeah, fine. yeah. I'm just okay. Sorry. Right. I get it. I get and it. You're holding the grounding force.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you're calm, Mike. I'm just giving you shit. I know.
0: I, mean, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We both all have right, a great guys. evening. Thank you very much. All
3: right. Thank you.
1: Thank y'all.
0: you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Bye. 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 All right, everybody, let's go ahead and get to those shout-outs. I want to thank Morgana and Dana very, very much for hanging out with us this evening. So we'll get down to the uh, Super Chats. And uh, so we had a a few here tonight. Uh, Trucker David Y., Tom McNicholas, for being our to Thank you both very, very much for being our Super Chat superstars this evening. And then, uh, all right, so the shout-outs. Let's get to the... uh, participants page here. Uh, of course, I want to thank Ashana for shenanigating the chat this evening. Um, I know that she's been dealing with a headache this evening and also a, uh, a sick one in the house, but uh, she hung in there. And then, uh, Donna, thank you, Donna Gorton, our Cheshire cat, for uh, filling in when uh, Shawna had to uh, step aside for a few moments. So we had... Uh, Alexa Rose in the house Andrew and his trucking gnomes Beyond the Light Network, that's Chuck Banks uh, mm-hmm. Kathy Ciliento Charms Paranormal, thank you all Very, very much Creatrix Corvus Arts, uh, that's Mickey Dole Thank you as, as always DB, thanks for joining us tonight uh, There's Fran Molino, thank you as always Greg Rankin. thank you too Genar All 7 thank you very much For joining us again Joe Chandler and Judy Wilson, as always Robert Hanna, thank you very much. I want to thank all you guys for all the questions, too. You guys have some great questions. Uh, Spooky, there's Don, uh, Stacy Comiskey, thanks for joining us tonight. There's Susie Randall, thank you as well. There's Trucker David Y. Variety Multimedia, that's Candy Orton. And then there's Zippy Davis. I know that wasn't everybody, so let's pop back over here to the chat screen. Yeah, let's see, there's Lightning Bear Grizz. Hey, Grizz, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, Rudy can't fail. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, Let's see who else we had in here. Um, I know there was a lot of people in the chat this evening. So it really was a lot of great questions. uh, Very, very interactive. And we really appreciate that. So uh, I know Diane Hilbert's in here somewhere. Mm -hmm. Diane Hilbert's always in here. So. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up from there. I know that um, there's Katie Palmer. All right. So, What's up, Katie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, if we missed you, we do apologize. There's a ton of you down in the chat tonight, and we always appreciate it. Um, Greg says Tim was in and out all night. Yeah, I saw that he was having some issues. So, Tim shown as well. There we go. <laughs> and I'll come back and watch. So, all right. So, um, Inside the Upside Down, coming up, go over to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash media. We'll be on here in about, uh, give us about 10 or 15 to switch everything over, and uh, we will go live from there. We're going to be talking about mysterious graves. Shauna and I have been uncovering some interesting things at different cemeteries that we have been Investigating, especially as of late. If you guys saw the latest uh, video that we posted on a Friday night, there's some interesting things that uh, we discovered there, and some more things have been revealed since then. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Again, that is facebook.com/slash haunted road media. There's Melissa Nicholson down there and Tammy Heitzman as well. All right. (laughs) Can't forget them. All right. All right, everybody. Vanessa, great show. Had a great time. That was fun. yeah. I, I was just really happy to see you just like connect. I mean from the moment that they came on and you started talking with them, it was like boom, it was awesome, it was fun to watch.
2: Oh yeah. They're their their angels are interactive.
0: Yeah. yeah and keep in mind it's not it's not angels as in the classical sense that you think of from you know what religion has like buried into our heads but they're basically talking to them uh, almost like spirit guys are talking about them as interdimensional beings i heard that uh term thrown out there so very very uh different than what uh than the classical sense so uh cool stuff they're pretty nifty yeah yeah definitely (laughs) all right oh um deep down the rat hole patreon patrons can't forget you guys so uh tom mcnicholas (laughs) b3 airspace uh zippy davis bd flint joe chandler uh the david y uh andrew cox dustin samario i think i said joe chandler right yes um pamela queen There's a a lot of you guys now. So we really do appreciate it. Um, Be on the lookout for, we didn't do it last week. We got crazy. Um, But uh, the paranormal Q&A will be coming out here. Um, Will be tomorrow because I'm going to be traveling the rest of the week. so Um, Be on the lookout for that stuff. Plus, the end of this week, there's going to be some uh, interesting cool Patreon stuff uh, thrown up there. So patreon.com slash honor media. All right. Head over to Facebook, everybody. And Inside the Upside Down will be coming up next. Vanessa? Bye. Take care. To next time. <laughs> I knew the moment I felt. I'm down the rabbit hole.